Welcome to Forgiving the Girl Inside, A Matter of the Heart. I'm your hostess, Lisa Drennan. In these episodes, we connect with courageous women sharing their healing journey story. Are you ready to align your thoughts with your heart? If thoughts were a person and came knocking on the door, would you let them in? When you can stop and think about what you're thinking, shifts happen. Welcome to this episode of Forgiving the Girl Inside, A Matter of the Heart. I'm your hostess, Lisa Drennan. This is May of 2022, and we are doing a podcast blast, Sharing the Secret, where courageous women, post-abortion, miscarriage, and loss of a child share their healing journey story. So many of us are taught to stop, to bury, not to reveal our feelings, not to work through our emotions. And, you know, forgiveness is a big part of processing emotions. Emotions are meant to be felt, good or bad, ugly, no emotions, right or wrong. No emotion carries more value than another. We are designed to experience every single emotion that there is. And if you've ever come across the feeling wheel, if you haven't, Google it, get an image, print it out recognize and go through each and every one of those emotions and realize how you receive them. Because if you are someone who's had an abortion, lost a child, miscarried, you can relate to how you buried your feelings. You brushed it off. It was no big deal. You don't want to talk about it. You don't feel safe. You know, someone might ask you about the situation and all of a sudden you're backing off saying, ah, what do you want? You become suspicious. Trust is a huge thing for a woman who has had an abortion, miscarried, or has lost a child. We don't trust people, do we, ladies? No, because we, it's hard to trust ourselves. If you're in that situation, you haven't processed the grieving. You haven't worked through the emotions. When I was going through my healing journey, I was in this um, Matt Talbot Ministries. I was in a confrontational counseling group. I knew I had anger so deep rooted inside of me, but I wasn't sure if it was from the dysfunction of my family, from coming from a divorced family, from being molested at the beginning of age three to maybe seven or eight. I don't remember. Maybe it was, I don't remember when it ended. Um, But all of those things formed my being, right? My thought process, who I trusted, how I trusted. My five-year-old self stomped her foot down after telling my mom that I was being molested. I didn't use that word, obviously. Um, I said that one of my relatives was touching my private parts with their private parts. She called me a liar. When a five-year-old goes to their mom to tell them something and they get called a liar, that rooms trust, right? That trust agreement was completely broken. And my five-year-old self stomped her foot and said, I will never, ever trust you or anyone again. Unbeknownst to me at that time, I was didn't trust God because I thought God was supposed to protect me. And I was taught to fear God and to see God as this great big spirit being in the sky who would throw down lightning bolts at you when you weren't performing well. (laughs) Yeah, it was pretty twisted. It was pretty messed up, but the thoughts were there. The conditioning statements, I was conditioned to do certain things. I came from a very controlling family. I was 
emotionally abused and it, there was a lot of a lot of yelling and screaming and dis, discomfort and there were times when there was fun times but most of the things that I remember there was always this struggle there was always this battle and this formed my thought process my coping mechanisms my reasoning skills they say they used to say that by the time you know that the way you're going to be as an adult is formed the first three years of your life. Well, the first three years of my life were were pretty messed up. It was a, it was an emotional roller coaster. My parents were together. We lived in a we were rich. Um, we lived in a beautiful home. We had an in ground swimming pool, and then my parents split up, and that you know created a lot of different chaos. And there was a lot of fighting and arguing, and, and it's just a hot mess. So I always felt this need for love and I wanted to connect. I wanted so bad at the age of 15 to be in a relationship, to, to be with a boy that really loved and adored me. I wanted that attention. So when I got it, I stepped into it. And it wasn't, it wasn't shortly after I started that relationship that I started getting conditioned into um, do as I say or being threatened. And, you know, it was subtle at first it was something I was accustomed to because my mom was very controlling but I was always very rebellious where that rebellion came from it must be in the genes so I always was very because I fought back because I was so defiant I it was almost like I protected myself but I had walls I had walls so deep six by six by six feet wide deep all of that around me I, it took a very long time to let people in. And if you met my younger self, I would have given you a dirty look. Inside Out is my favorite movie. I most identify with the character Disgust. And that's what I look like. That's, you saw me. That was my facial expression. That is my baseline character trait. Emotional trait is disgust followed by anger. And I wanted to be joy filled, but I chose not to. I wore black all the time. So when I got pregnant three times before the age of 17, two ending in abortion, I, it was dark. I made those choices. I gave my power away. I wasn't really sure where I was. Looking back now, I was a hot mess. And I thought I was doing what I needed to do, but I never realized how it was going to be carried with me in my body, in my brain, in my thought process, in my very being for so long. And because I refused to talk about it for over three decades from 1985 until 2014, 2016, I refused to share that I had two abortions. And even though I knew something was wrong, I couldn't pinpoint it. I never traced it back to those, to that experience. I went through the Matt Talbot Ministries, the computational um, program. It was called the Lunch Bunch. It was for six weeks, Monday through Friday, 11 to two. And it was very computational. It was actually very combative. And I kind of liked that. It was very different from any other counseling that I had been in. But I remember going into that program in 1995 and I would not tell. I was healing from the uh, emotional abuse, the conditioning, the controlling from my mother. 
never ever once revealed the situation with the boyfriend with the abortions or anything like that so when I got done with that program I was like I feel a little bit better but not much but I really started to think about where where do I want to be what do I want to do how do I want to go about my life so I changed a little bit but not much I started going you know I was in counseling I started going back to counseling never told I lied on all the applications and how many pregnancies have you had? And he said, I only had three. <laughs> I didn't want to know. Of course, the nice thing I only had two. But anyways, the point is, is that we all have a story to tell. We all have a story. And when you reveal, you heal. When we connect our thoughts with our heart, desires, with our feelings, our emotions, we get a result. And what that result is depends on what your thoughts are. It all begins in your head and it goes down to your heart and moves into your hands. And if you've never shared your story, you've never fully grieved your loss, then I want to invite you to an amazing Facebook group where we reveal to heal. You want a safe place where you can be you, no judgment, heart-centered healing for courageous women, post-abortion, miscarriage, loss of a child. This is for you. The link is in the description or just go to Facebook and search that. Again, it's heart-centered healing for courageous women, post-abortion, miscarriage, loss of a child. After spending three over three decades struggling with unforgiveness towards myself, I realized I needed to forgive yours truly. I wrote my book and it was published in February of 21, Forgiving the Girl Inside, Finding Balance Freedom and Fun in Your Life. And that created a huge shift for me. But it wasn't until I really did the heart's work that I really started connecting my thoughts, captivating my thoughts and realizing what I was thinking. I have a stir method. Stop. Think about what you're thinking. Stop. Think identify, identify those thoughts. What's the feeling? What's the emotions creating? Where in your body do you, and then recognize where in your body you feel it. So stop, think, identify, recognize. Excuse me. When you can apply that stir method to every thought, captivate those thoughts, hold on to those thoughts. Why do you believe what you believe? One of the biggest shifts I had in my healing journey in 2014, when I really started getting into the layers digging deep into the core, into the heart of the matter of my pain, was I connected with a mentor and they asked me, what does Lisa want? No one ever asked me that before. No one ever cared. And a tear, I can still picture myself sitting in that chair, sitting in that room, and a tear escaped from my eye. And I repeated that softly. What does Lisa want? I didn't know. I had no idea. And the mentor said to me, if you can have anything you want, peace, joy, a new home, vacation, what, what do you want? And I thought, if I can have anything I want, I want peace. I was so exhausted from the turmoil inside of my heart, inside of my head, that I, I was overeating, overdrinking, overspending, and I was done. I didn't want to do this anymore. I wanted a new path. 
I wanted to do what I was designed to do. And from that moment forward, my true healing journey began. It started with gratitude, giving thanks for 10 things a day that I was thankful for. That combined with the one word focus, choosing one word, peace, understanding what peace is and what I want, looking at the results I wanted and then reverse engineering and going after what did I want? And I haven't stopped. And every day it's a healing journey. This isn't a one and done thing. And that's one of the reasons why I became an empowering mentor to help courageous women post-abortion, miscarriage and loss of a child connect with their heart-centered desires without external validation, without people-pleasing, using the power of therapeutic aroma cognitive behavior. Breath work combined with thoughts moves mountains. Mindset is the crux of all that we do. It's a matter of the heart. this episode of Forgiving the Girl Inside, A Matter of the Heart. I hope that this episode connected with your heart to help you get shifts that happen. Want to create abundance? Let's connect your heart-centered desires to create limitless abundance. In a 20-minute solution call, I help courageous women post-abortion, miscarriage, or loss of a child foster a heart of gratitude without journaling, using the power of breath and thoughts. Receive the possible. Book your call today. Link is in the description. Wealth is all around you.